Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news for you. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Yeah. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Hello. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Yeah. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news for you. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news. Hello. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Alex Horn Breaks the News. This is a podcast in which I, Alex Horn, will break some news to you. And I don't know what your name is and that's inevitable because this like all proper news programs is a one-way street on which i'm driving a car distributing information and you're simply standing on the curb receiving that information and because i'm in a news vehicle and you're not you're just standing there there's no point you replying i won't hear you i you can't even hurl the information back at me because i will have already traveled a fair distance down this one-way street well beyond the range of a human arm so welcome to the podcast in a week in which the news has literally been all over the front pages of all the newspapers. Uh, Thatcher, Career, Boston, Snipes, Axminster, Dark Matter. They're all in it. And it's now time to wade thigh deep through those front pages in an attempt to discover what those words mean. Hello. And with me to discuss what I keep referring to as news are three special guests, and by special I mean available. First up we have, oh and I should explain, I've limited all my research for this bit of the programme and the rest of the programme to Wikipedia. Um, I have a British comedian known for his confrontational delivery, whose routines have been described as brash and bullish, and the early life section says he grew up in St Albans. It's Nick Helm. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Sat about 10 metres away from him, uh, because we're in a corridor, is a man born on the 8th of September 1979. I think this is me. Is it me? Yeah. yeah. Who has grown into an English comedian and actor, probably best known for his role as the hapless inventor Archie in the children's television series Balamori and Nigel in Rev, and then in square brackets, add more info. It's Miles <laughs> Jupp. Uh, hello. Okay. I've, I've heaps more info to add. Oh, I don't think... Well, you can go on Wikipedia and add it, I guess. Oh, oh no, I won't do that. No, no. Not no. yet. Otherwise, Not the Balamori stuff wouldn't still be there. And finally, a man who isn't actually on Wikipedia yet... So may not actually exist. His own website says he's a departmental tutor in economics at University College London and an ac- this is a good bit academic visitor at the Quantum Optics and Laser Science Group at Imperial College. True. And there's a picture of you dressed up as an astronaut on your website. It's yes. Dr. Frank Witter. Thank you very much. Hey, it's Frank. a pleasure to be here. Well, there you are. Yep. Okay. So is everyone everyone all right? Yes. <laughs> are you ready for the first jingle? Yes. Okay. Here's the first jingle of the podcast. This is the new from this week and there's some views on that news this is a views and news 
news and interview show. Welcome. Yes, that's the news from this week, and there's some news on that news. Yes, that's the news and news and interview show. So let's keep things light and start with terrific. some. You enjoyed that, Miles? Yeah, it was sort of like the theme tune for something that used to be on on a Saturday night and is now on in the afternoon and has a sort of jolly. Oh, a less good program, a less relevant program, uh, or a more relevant. Yes, or just something that sort of a- aged noticeably, but mm. but is, is still enjoyable, but Thank it no longer Miles. seems dangerous. Like Crosswits, or was that everyone in the evening? I don't know what was that. Is that the quiz show? So we're going to start with, uh, we're cross, going to discuss some cross. news, and we're going to start with some fun news. Um, it's North Korea's nuclear war plans. So, as you will have under, undoubtedly have read in the sun, Crackpot Kim could nuke UK. I'm just going to do a breakdown of the story. Uh, that's right, according to South Korea's unification minister, which is a job which I also applied for, got down to the final <laughs> two, um, according to him, North Korea could be preparing to conduct a fourth nuclear test, leading many to conclude that Crackpot Kim, not his real name, is going to declare war on everyone who isn't North Korea. So, Nick, I'm going to ask you first. Do you think we're going to uh, see World War Three in our lifetime? That's my question. Well, I, I hope. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, you've got to understand that that's quite big news, mm. and I've just heard it. Have you um, not? Have you not heard? So no. I mean, I've obviously heard that something was happening. I mean, yeah. Is it even right. right that we're here right now doing a light? Entertainment pod. Surely we should be. Yeah, you should record this in a basement. Surely really. we should if be buying tins. If you're going to drop that sort of information on people, Alex, yeah. it's not really fair to do so when they're eight floors up well, in a skyscraper. I mean, yeah. I didn't know. I, I mean, we're next to a Starbucks. Mm, a target. I tell you what, we're also next to someone that <laughs> understands physics. What? What would? Ha- are we? How safe are we? Where we are now? Oh, I think we're pretty safe as far as Crackpot Kim is concerned. Mm. Yes. Oh, we are? Yes, I think so. Wouldn't it be actually quite a good thing <laughs> if uh, there was a, uh, a a world war like this? Because if North Korea started a war on everyone, it would unite the rest of the world. Yes, yes, I see. What you, like, like, when, like at fact, work, there's one person everyone hates and it sort of unites everyone else. It kind of, yeah. <laughs> not, but, at the, not at this work. I mean, other other stuff. <laughs> What are you saying? No, no, I just Guys? mean sometimes it's quite good. <laughs> I don't hate you, Nick. Okay, well that's maybe... I don't think there is someone I hate in this room. No, not... not I, I meant... I really didn't mean... No, you really said at work. I meant at work sort of g- generally. I don't even mean at work I'm currently involved in anywhere. I just mean sometimes, you know, that that's quite good There's for a group dynamic. Hates. And we might start getting on with countries that we didn't really get yeah. on well with before because of our... Uh, oh, that's a good ki- point. The, that's the almost ki- like my ki- point. Korean fellow, yeah. It's a, sort of dist- <laughs> distilla- a distillation of it, a respectful distillation of what I imagined you might be thinking. So you think if if North Korea do sort of nuke someone, everyone else will go, oh, shut up, and then... Do you know what actually that back? isn't on, is it? I and don't think will, that that is a good thing. In. OK, I've got some quick five questions for you, Miles, about North Korea, just to get to the bottom Great. of the story. Have you ever been to Asia? Um... Yes. What do you think of Asia? Very nice. In four words. It is very nice. All beginning with L. Lovely, 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 <laughs> lovely. It is lovely, isn't it? Are you scared of a nuclear attack? Um, I'm not currently anxious about one, genuinely, con- but the, sorry, the idea you, of one scares but, me. Yeah. Are you concerned about a nuclear attack? 
Is that a better word? No. If you were in charge of a nuclear missile, would you launch it? Do you think at some point just to, you know, otherwise you'll have a career, just, like your job just, is just... Just to, to check, check that it works. Yeah, or just so that you've yeah. done something. Um, no, I think, no. I think. well, I'd, I'd presume I'd wait answers. some sort of instruction. Do you like just, zoos? Just quick answer, like yes. Bit, Nick. Um, have you got a clean driver's licence? Yes. How are the kids? Fine, thanks. Okay, Miles, your question. Great, some more what? questions for me. This, oh, sorry, <laughs> Miles again. Yeah, great, good idea. I like this. This is a really nicely formatted <laughs> bit of the programme. Um, uh, this was actually meant to be for Nick, but I'll do some more for you if you want. Yeah, if that's all right. Do you mind, um, Nick? What well, do you no. think? Oh, no, do, do ask him. Okay, no, so, I don't mind. I don't mind. I'll tell you what, why don't we both answer I'd just answer like them? to say that if there was a nuclear attack, I'd be really concerned. But you're not you concerned. You seem to be very glib about the whole thing. Well, I, I mean, I've, my mind's been put at ease by, by Frank. Dr. Frank DeWitt. Frank Witter. Yes. Dr. Frank Is there a DeWitt? Is there a guy Frank? Oh, there are loads of them. Are there? Yeah, yeah. I don't okay. know what they all do, but there are loads of them. There are, right. Yeah. Okay. And when they get really stressed, people say, oh, they're at the DeWitt's end. Does that, does that, <laughs> do they say that? Or um, would that be, would that be <laughs> unnecessary? <laughs> the end of their wits. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Miles. Now, Nick, your question. <laughs> the end what? of their DeWitt's. <laughs> are you still doing the DeWitt stuff? <laughs> It's the first time I did it. Would you mind? Would you edit? You can edit it in so that I start uh, off if you want. Could you actually? Could you edit that in so it's his joke and not mine? I've got nothing to do with (laughs) it. Thank you, Miles. Now, Nick, your question: What should we do about North Korea? And Um, just take your time. Just, just just discuss. I think we should. uh... (laughs) I mean, just like taking it seriously for a second. What should we do? What should be done about North Korea? What should should be done about North Korea? I mean, sanctions. More sanctions. Less sanctions. Has they got? I mean, <laughs> yeah, they've got the most sanctioned country in the world at the moment. They, they can't do much. Wow. Outside. <laughs> that's good. I'm bad. That's bad. I. Th- well. Do you think leave them to it? I think no. Get involved. Do you think we should trade freely with them? Do you think that would calm things down? Nick, what should we do about North Korea? Come on, Nick. The clock is ticking. Um. Because <laughs> we're going to do whatever you say. Do you think? Everyone just get over there. I think we should all have a big ch- chat. Uh, you know, I think we should all get together. Yeah. Round a table? go like, well, um, let's have a ch- chat about this all. Yeah, and, talk it uh, out. We could use North Korea as an example of, you know, uh, what... Yeah, going, they're going around threatening us, aren't they? So we could use them as an example of kind of like, oh, look, they're 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 not very nice, are they? And um, do you want to be like that? No. So let's just all put our differences aside and not be like North Korea. And make an example of North Korea. And make an example of North okay. Korea. I think really. And then once 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 we're there, oh, what we could do? Mm. So we go in South Korea. Hang then, on. And then go work our way up the country, and then. Bring bring someone with like, um, you know, wall removal equipment, and then we knock through the wall, yeah, uh, uh-huh. and uh, we go in to North Korea, yeah, and um, can uh, I just go back to no- to wall removal equipment again? What do you mean by wall removal equipment? Because you were miming like a hammer, yeah, so, so, you know, the wall. something a bit smaller than a hammer. Imagine there's like. There is no wall. The Korean the... wall. Morgan Freeman could do it with a spoon, couldn't he? Walgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of this 
podcast for me is putting people on, on the spot and making them think about North Korea because it's quite interesting that <laughs> every week it's just going to be endless discussions about North Korea well, people, yeah because I go along my life from, I you don't need to prepare anything and you turn up and it's just yeah. an hour of hard hitting North I Korea I think it's stuff. important to think about it because I would never think about North Korea because I've got children and you know maybe they, that's why you be should fed. be thinking about I North think Korea I think I should be um, I, I, I am worried all the time about the possibility of a nuclear war are you and I'm worried about North Korea doing it, but if everyone else seems to be quite okay about it, I just think that maybe there is a big lesson that we could learn from it and and uh, make the world a better place. So, aren't other we countries... Won't, will oh, we? Yeah. we won't, will we? We won't. Nothing, nothing good is going to come out of this. this, this, this North Korea is going to go away is it? at some point, Wait, and then someone else will do it, and we don't know who it is next. Who would your money be on? Oh. Bear in mind, your next answer will sound racist, but let's hear it. Well, I don't have much trust in uh, our current government. Mm, hang on. So, <laughs> my linking sentence was, aren't other countries weird? Well, now we're going to have a quick look at Venezuela, because there are some fairly weird things happening there too. Nick, do you want to just uh, brief us all about what's going on in Venezuela at the moment? Well, what isn't? Yeah. That's my... That's right. They've elected a new leader, haven't they? They've elected a new leader. And who who won the competition? It was... Um, Nicolas... Nicolas... Madura, Madura, who was, of course, the man chosen by Chavez to be a successor. So I've got a little quiz for the, the three of you uh, about Nicolas Maduro, the okay. new leader of Venezuela, a powerful man. It's a true or false quiz. Maduro looks a little bit like Ron Burgundy. Is this an open round? Yeah, just shout out true or false. Rick. Maduro looks a bit like Ron Burgundy. True. 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 Uh, he used to be a taxi driver. True. 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 False. Bus driver for many years. False. False. True. <laughs> oh. He believes that a little bird with the soul of Chavez has blessed his campaign. True. 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 He believes that the US poisoned Chavez. False. Indubitably False. true. False. Oh. Gave him cancer. He <laughs> believes that the US gave oh, him right. cancer. And he put a curse on all his rivals. False. True. <laughs> Fun net. It's very hard to second-guess this guy. The, I'm, I'm not surprised he's got to the top. What are the points after that so round, the, Alex? So Nick is in the lead with two points. Uh, Frank has three, and uh, Miles also has three. So, yeah, the fewer points wins by the end. So I around. was confused, oh, right. but now yeah. I know yeah, it's I'm not, a shoo-in. We're celebrating, <laughs> celebrating uh, ignorance. But it's, um, yeah, another nutty country, really. They've got a leader who puts curses on his rivals and believes there's a little bird in him that used to be Chavez. Okay, so there is, of course, news outside of North Korea and Venezuela this week. So let's have a look at some of the things you may not have heard on the main news programmes this week. Things not in the news this week. Some are really, really small. Things not in the news this week. They weren't talked about at all. Things not in the news this week at all. Things that haven't really been on the news yet. Yet. First up, <laughs> quite a striking headline from the Abergavenny Chronicle. This is a genuine headico- uh, headline. Headicle? Keith sets off on marathon walk. I think any headline with the word Keith in is fine. Keith, (laughs) no surname. It's just a story about a guy called Keith who is walking to Spain from Abergavenny, uh, which is a long way. He's also 70 years old and he's doing it as a sort of pilgrimage wearing a scallop shell. 17 or 70? 70, 70. And he's raising money for a good cause. Abergavenny to Spain? Yeah. Not really a funny story. Um, just going, Spain. She's going to hit Spain. If it's not no, twenty-six no. miles, it's not really a marathon walk, is it? That's that's a that's a pilgrimage. I think that's a specific the term pilgrimage, isn't it? With the no, it's a pilgrimage. They're, they're yeah. misusing a lot of information in that. No? Yeah. Spain is not a specific place, is it? 
Well, Spain, Spain is, is a very definite yeah, place, Nick. I mean, but it's not specific, you think Spain, is it? Well, you can't say Abergavenny and then Spain. Okay, so we've taken that man's life to pieces over an antrim. Not, not Keith. Keith's done nothing wrong. No, I was, I was highly out here as a good thing. This guy's doing a good thing. It's basically well, what they've well. done is they've removed the religious element we from need, that story. Is what they've done we need in more the headline. Facts like with Alex, that. they don't need to call it frightened pilgrimage. They? they can say trek. But, but maybe Keith is not sure yet where in Spain he's going. Well, he might just reach the first shore that he because gets to and go. He was oh. also going on a sort of pilgrimage. A sort of. Mm. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Over an antrim. <laughs> Over an antrim in the Ballyclare Gazette. There's a hard-hitting story. Baby photo scoops award, and just a few more details. There's a guy who took a picture of a baby just curled up in like a, in a bowl, mm-hmm. and that won the award. And well, did then, he just use the photo to scoop an award? Well, I was sort of thinking maybe that, but then I looked closely, and no, it's just a. Um, this particular picture of a baby won the award. Just as long as we've yeah. got that covered. Yeah, the scooping is a sort of. Just, just want to get all the angles down. Uh, finally, there's a headline in the Air Advertiser. The headline is Ping Pong Mule. So that's a funny one. Do you want to guess what that story's about? Ping Pong Mule? Ping Pong Mule? Mule. 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 M-U-L-E. So that's our word for a donkey. What is a mule? Is it a... It's like a cross between a uh, horse and a donkey. donkey. Okay. So what do you reckon that story's about? Ping Pong Mule. I reckon a, a, a mule has uh, learnt to play ping pong, not with other animals mm. or humans. I think he does that thing when you fold up one end of the table. And no, it's, actually, yourself. it's a story about a drugs mule who had nearly £2,000 worth of heroin hidden up his behind. And that's a quote from they, the air advertiser, up his behind. And oh, they, uh, that's they, a shame, actually. What, they use ping pong a ping pong ball to contain it. So they, they put the uh, heroin in the ping pong ball and then they put the ping pong ball in his behind. That's well, a shame, it sounds jolly, doesn't it? I know, it? yeah, that was well. kind of the point you of that You think it's going to be like an Anne Finely story? No, well, Anne Finely, that, well, yeah. a yeah. mule has been filled with drugs. Well, we left that one at the end. That's very upsetting. Stuff in the mule. <laughs> that's the best, best, best bit. Okay, it's interesting that the, all of the not in the news stories are stories that you've taken from from the news actual news outlets. But in the jingle, yeah. I explained not in the main news. Oh, I, I see. Not in the main pardon, news, yeah. unless you live in air or Antrim or Abergavenny. Or, or Abergavenny. So, so we've started with the A newspapers that week. So we've got yeah. twelve weeks of this podcast. So next so we'll, it's going to be just other sort of small places like you know Birmingham and um, Beirut. Beirut. <laughs> hey Frank, you know music? Yes. I We've got some music now. We've got a story, um, which I've, <laughs> a news story, which I've turned into a song. Oh, that's nice. So I'd like you to listen to this and enjoy it. Um, I, think all, <laughs> I think all news programmes should have, like, just one story which they've I turned into agree. a song. Uh, this one is about the uh, pop legend, fictional pop legend, Michael Jackson and his former menagerie. Michael Jackson owned animals when he was alive But then something happened and Michael Jackson died So where are all the animals that Michael used to own? Listen and I'll tell you, cause this is what I know His tiger called Thriller died of lung cancer last year His elephant called Gypsy seems to have disappeared Two of his giraffes have died suspiciously, it's feared. Muscles, his massive snake, has also disappeared. And Bubbles, his chimp is now 27 years old. He's a bit depressed in Florida, at least that's what I'm told. I got this information from the Mirror's 3am bit. They've called it Weird Celeb News for the Love of Gossip. We love gossip, even if it's about some tragic animals. Yeah, that's all true, Nick, I'm afraid. Nick was heartbroken by uh, some of the lyrics there, but that is all true. I got it's it from amazing the that it rhymes as well, though, isn't it? Yeah, very convenient, yeah. <laughs> why doesn't more news rhyme? I mean, if that rhymes, why doesn't, why doesn't all news rhyme? I mean, I didn't rhyme? just 
put in the story into a story. I had to make it rhyme. Oh, right. And Sorry. also one of the rhymes was disappeared and then disappeared. I did notice that. That's all right. Very sometimes, even pulp accurate. sometimes use the same words to rhyme. You know, even pulp. It's now time. Sunday, maybe, baby, maybe, baby, all that sort of stuff. So it's, you're in good company. Thank you, Miles. It's now time for our regular news-related game. So this is uh, just for the two comedians, Frank. So mm-hmm. you're going to be uh, spectating. Mm-hmm. It's Headline Honcho. Headline Honcho. Headline Honcho. Headline Honcho. This is a game that's all about the headline. Which are the real headlines and which are not? Yes, you have to guess which headlines are the real thing. And then you'll be the Headline Honcho guy. It's called the Headline Honcho Game. Which are the real headlines and which are not? Headline Honcho Game. It's the headline, headline honcho game. Okay. That's terrific. Mm. I think these are lovely. I started off <laughs> listening to that thinking, oh, he's running out of steam with these. But that one actually turned out to be the pick of the litter. You think? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to work out how many more there are. There's only one more after that, and that's the end. Oh, that the was end. brilliant, that okay. one. Okay. So each week I'm going to read out ten headlines, some of which come from a genuine publication and some of which I've made up. And you've just got to tell me which one's which. Okay, it's, it's going to be like a penalty shootout. Um, is, it, is it another of these uh, shout-out first ones? No, 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 no. Or? We're going to take it. So it's like a penalty shootout. That's why I said the phrase, it's like a I penalty shootout. I don't know shootout. what a penalty shootout's like. Really? Yeah, I've never, I've never been... Is that when you I've never, never shoot out? I've never been asked to, to, to do one. Have you never watched a football match with a penalty shootout at the end? Oh, football. Um... No, I don't know. I find that amazing because you're a big cricket fan, but you've never you don't know what a penalty shootout. No, I don't, no. I don't know what one is. <laughs> okay, well, I know what a shootout is. Okay. It's when is you it like get that? fined. It's when you have a shootout well, and then you I'm get fined by a man. Okay, you go, oh no, I've got to pay you'll come away knowing what a penalty anyway. shootout is. It's not like football's equivalent of a of a bowl out, is it? Yes, it oh, is. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, the loser of this has to spend ten seconds praising the winner. That's sort of the booby prize but at the end of the show I will distribute actual prizes okay um, the genuine ones are from a magazine called That's Amazing with a with an exclamation mark at the end so uh, this is for you just say whether it's genuine or not this is for you Nick it Help. should be called That's a Magazine <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to have any problem <laughs> with an hour complimenting you for to, 10 seconds with an hour on it pointing to whatever the next magazine to it is <laughs> Help my foot looks exactly like my face is that genuine or not genuine Nick <laughs> Uh, that's genuine. That's not genuine. <laughs> Miles. Neighbour builds mile-high fence around house. Neighbour builds mile-high fence around house. False. That is false. So 1-0 in the penalty shootout. Stop the funeral, mum's alive. Or stop the funeral, mum's alive, I guess, rather than which member of the family is alive. Stop the funeral, mum's alive. Stop the funeral, mum's saliva. No, so I'll do it again. Stop the funeral... Mum's alive. Mum is alive. It's my, oh, it's my, that's for you, it's my go. Yeah, true or false. That's yeah. true. That is a genuine um, story. Would, oh, oh. Stop the wedding. Dad's a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> is that genu- genuine or false? Uh, false. That is genuine. That's a genuine. That's true. Oh. Yeah. That was an article in. That's amazing. Oh, I'm glad really I lost all my limbs. Horrendous. Nick, it's for you. I'm glad. I, so it's, that's uh, true. One all. I'm glad. Yes, true story. I'm glad I lost all my limbs. So it's 2-1 to Nick. Pensioner finds out he's really only 25 years old. That's for you, Miles. Could oh. that be true in a story called that's in a paper called That's Amazing? 
Uh, true. No, that's the fight I made that one up. So Nick is now uh, two one up with just uh, two more each. A kidney stone turned my husband into a wife. That's true. It is true. Three one. So if you don't get this one right, I think a friend of ours has a subscription to a certain <laughs> magazine. Colleague. So, um, <laughs> Miles, you need this to stay in it. Gun down, but I coughed up the bullet. True. It's true. I'm glad oh, you got that. Yeah. So, three, two, this is to win it. My life, I've done that wrong, my wife doesn't believe in birds. That's false. <laughs> it is false. So, this is just for pride now. I'm in love with an ant. You've already lost. I'm in love with an ant. True. Not true. Oh. <laughs> Four two. So, oh. uh, Miles, you've lost that. Can you spend the next ten seconds praising the uh, brash comedian Nick Helm, please? Start now. Nick Helm is undoubtedly one of the most uh, beautiful and fertile talents to have hit the podcast scene. And that's enough. In some... Thank you. That's uh... not my words, guys. <laughs> not my words. Not not my opinions. But uh, words, words nonetheless. I don't think you can take back the compliments. Do you know what? You're I right. Think that's part that of was the actually thing. that was actually extremely rude of me, and I do I do take back the nasty thing I said about the nice things I said. <laughs> We've got have we got time for? I don't understand. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. I have no idea. That is absolutely incredible. incredible. Every week, there's at least one thing in the news that I completely fail to understand. So, in a bid to improve myself. I've asked a guest to come on and enlighten me. And Frank, this week, uh, Dark Matter. I want you to explain Dark Matter. My dog is genuinely called Dark Matter, uh, but I, don't, I just thought it was a nice phrase to shout out in the woods. So um, <laughs> scientists apparently reckon they have found some of Dark Matter. I don't know what Dark Matter is. What is Dark Matter, Frank? Basically, Dark Matter is stuff that you can't see but that attracts everybody everything else. So you can see what it does, but you can't see the stuff itself. How dark... Isn't and it could be something as plain as uh, say a cup of tea in outer space because it doesn't emit any light, you can't see it. So it's just stuff that's in outer space. Yeah. So it's dark because there's no light. Because it's not emitting any light. That's why. So it's not their fault. So no. So they're not dark. Does it? Does it about? Is it about reflecting light as well as emitting it or not? It's basically about about emitting light, and it's basically about. Physicists and astrophysicists not entirely sure what it's made of. Have you ever seen not any sure dark matter? Not sure what it's made of. Uh, uh, not in that sense of the word, no. But if you got a love tea sort of cup, stuff. if you got a cup of tea, yeah, in space, that'd be dark matter. If, 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 you, if you brought it back again, if, if you're you've trying seen to, that, haven't you? Yeah, so if I you, thought dark matter was like the space between spaces. Oh, no, it's just misplaced beverages. It's just literally... <laughs> Just crockery in space. Yeah, that's that sort of <laughs> Flying saucer. <laughs> Frank, does dark matter... <laughs> does dark matter affect my life? No, I don't think so. At least not in a visible way that you would notice it. What about your life? No, same thing. It just composes 98% of the universe. So, I mean, oh, what are we talking about? So <laughs> 98% of the universe? Yeah, it's just, we're sort of the North Korea of the universe. But, like, 98% of the universe... No, we're not, Frank. Every, everybody sees us, but we don't see any of the rest. Oh, that's a brilliant analogy. Well done. Wow, we. Yeah. But, but 98% of the universe is comprised of the equivalent of a teacup in space. Do we know staggeringly, embarrassingly little? I don't mean us. That is so as, disappointing. As four people. I mean, just when you think that that's like, oh, there's, hey, let's explore outer space. It would be wonderful out there. It's just bits of debris that you can't see because there's no light on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's bollocks, isn't it? That's uh, <laughs> yeah. 
good. I sort of feel like I know what Dark Matter is now, so that was the point of that bit. Thank you, You're welcome. Frank. 98% statistic I find quite Unbelievable. overwhelming, just how little people... When you think how much people sort of bang on, mm. generally, there was actually how little There's we, a quote, and I forgot, I think it's Heidelberg did a quote that... W- with the amount of stuff Heidelberg we actually know about. Did a quote. Did a quote. Yeah. Can we, just, can we quote. just can we just slightly can we just slightly examine <laughs> that, that phrase? Did, did do you mean Heidelberg once either wrote or said something? No, I mean he did a quote. He did it. Oh, what's that? Where's he Heidelberg? did a quote like a builder would Is do anyone, a quote. <laughs> yeah, I can explain quote, that. To you. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you a theory, but well, it's going to be like four hundred fifty. <laughs> He said that what uh, we know about is the equivalent of one atom of dust floating around St Paul's Cathedral. That's all we know about. The rest of... I don't know if I've got that right. Mm-hmm. OK. Where's Heidelberg? Oh, he's doing a, he's, he's doing a quote. Yeah, but I so, thought that's what you meant. Oh, like, he's so gone, oh, about 98% is dark matter. <laughs> but that's what I thought you meant. I was defending you in, in no, earnestness. No, I just said a, a, I said oh, a bad You can tell who's been in here, can't you? Someone's, someone's done a quote, haven't they? <laughs> oh, bloody Heidelberg. It's now time for my guide to Aylesbury. (laughs) (laughs) So here I am in Aylesbury. Uh, Hopefully you can hear the ambient noise of Aylesbury. What a town! It is, of course, in Buckinghamshire, uh, which is in England. 69,000 people here. In 2001, I don't know if that's exactly 69,000, it seems a conveniently round number. Um, Some facts about the town. Uh, The first ever recorded tornado was here in 1950. Uh, It was used for filming in uh, in the film Clockwork Orange. I didn't say they're interesting facts. Um, Linda Bellingham, the actress and TV presenter, she lives or lived here or has been here. Um, The main thing about Aylesbury, as far as I can tell, is that the heraldic crest and the symbol on the team's football shirt is uh, the Aylesbury duck, which has been bred here, as we all know, since the birth of the Industrial Revolution. The Aylesbury duck is a breed of domesticated duck bred mainly for its meat and appearance. It's a large duck with pure white plumage, a pink bill, orange legs and feet, and an unusually large keel which is, of course, the breastbone. It's got a horizontal stance with its body parallel to the ground. The precise origins of the breed are unclear, but raising white ducks became popular in Aylesbury in the 18th century owing to the demand for white feathers as a filler for quilts. Now, I have been in Aylesbury for four hours now. I'm yet to find a duck, mainly, of course, because by the 1860s, the duck-rearing industry that began here has moved out from here to the surrounding towns and villages. But... I have found some ducks, and I think because it's a podcast, it'd be nice to hear the sound of the ducks. So I'm going to awaken a duck. Oh, there's someone watching. Oh, there's two people. Duck! How do you awaken a duck? Duck! Quack, quack, quack. Quack, quack, quack. Quack, quack, quack. I know that Geoffrey Palmer lives in that area. I only had Bellingham, Linda Bellingham. That's all I had, really. Linda oh, right. Bellingham. Mm. Oxo. Bisto. Oxo. Bisto. Bisto. <laughs> Let's call <laughs> the whole thing off. No, we're going to have a little uh, a roundup of, of other news. This is the final discussion. Um, so, guys, did you hear about the fisherman who was bitten to death by a beaver in Belarus? Yes, yes, I did hear about that. Bitten to death by a beaver? In Belarus. It's a bad news story, but also... 
you know, it's a fun one. Um, <laughs> the guy was taking a picture of an animal, and then the, the beaver bit him, severed an artery, and he bled to death. Sorry, was it the beaver he was taking a photograph of? Yes, it was. It was, because he just said he was taking, it was as if the beaver was acting on behalf of another animal, but it was, in fact, he, <laughs> he wasn't just a sort of vigilante beaver. I just really didn't want to use the word sick of people beaver photographing again, my again, friends. Really. It was a pretty no, fatal no. beaver shot, then. <laughs> some, I didn't mention this just because beaver is also sort of some people find it funny. But no, I, I, it's just intriguing that a beaver killed someone. That's I think I it's absolutely, uh, you know, sad. It is absolutely I, sad. I think it's fair to say that a lot of animals don't actually like flash photography, and for that reason, they prefer to um, take photographs in natural daylight. You should never flash a beaver. I don't think you used a flash. I think the flash wasn't the issue. Oh, was it? It was it, just the photo itself. It was, it was simply a privacy issue. <laughs> Yeah. Just don't, just said, always no, in my face. Leave me alone, yeah. There's a story in the Mail, which was a lovely um, paper, in which an Iranian scientist called Ali Rezeghi has claimed to have invented a time machine. I think that, that should be headline news, shouldn't it? More than a uh, funeral. Uh, he's invented a time machine. Invented a time, that's big what news. What does the time machine do, though? Well, it, it says, I mean, this is my problem with the story, it can predict the future, so it's not a time machine. No. Uh, no but it can predict the future with 98% accuracy. Which my diary does. Is as it well. mainly dark matter? Um, well, we don't know because he says he won't release the prototype yet in case China steals it. Well, well surely he'd know if they were going to steal it or not. No, it's only 98% accurate. <laughs> is that the 2% yeah. that is missed. <laughs> yeah, it's irrelevant stuff. Uh, so we haven't got long left. Um, there was also a big funeral this week. Uh, do you want to describe your feelings about Thatcher in a noise? Just do a noise because I can't really. Um, okay. Mm. <laughs> Fine. And uh, two predictions for stories you think will happen next week, please. And then I will. I'm going to do a sort of database of see how accurate people are at predicting stories uh, in honour of the time machine. So, Frank, two stories that are going to break next week. That North Koreans have already invaded and conquered the US. A good news story. <laughs> and one, one other, Frank. And Just that they've a... also retreated again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tails between legs, Nick. Zombie Thatcher has risen from the grave. Okay. You genuinely believe that's going to happen? Oh, who knows, man? Who knows what all that nuclear fallout's going to do? From his, from his, from his Korean bloody war. North Koreans. Okay, so Thatcher's back. Anything else, Nick? Loads of other zombies will be back as well, though, so that will kind of dilute the impact. Okay. Nick, I reckon you could win this, Miles. With the I reckon um, Pippa Middleton will attend an event... Oh. She'll either watch a thing happening or speak to someone while something else is going on. Okay. And I think something else will turn up in the food chain, but something <laughs> something that concerns people less or people Where feel about a bit sort of... In, yeah, in the food chain. So I, I think, like the I food think chain. people like will suddenly discover sort of hope in the food chain or some, some sort of concept. edible form of hope. Yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe ambivalence or something like that, but just, just, just something less obvious. And what will hope eat or is it at the end of the chain? Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's at the end of the food chain, Frank? Well, what's at either end? At either end, or is it like a loop? top of the food chain, bottom of the food at chain? At either end, the ends meet. Really? So the food oh, chain's the food a circle. circle. Well, that's a great what? way to end oh, it. Um, so if we hadn't messed things about, what what would so eat what us? Plates around. What should eat us? Plates, do you say? Bugs and bacteria. Bugs and bacteria. Oh, I see. Little right. Okay. Yeah, decomposers. Oh, bacteria so. does eat us, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But then I think we we've eat covered it. a lot. Um, I've got presents for you guys, uh, presents and prizes. Um, I think I'm going to give the oh, best contributor, um, Frank, 
today just because he, you know, he knows stuff unlike the rest of us. So, Frank, I've got you the um, Ordnance Survey uh, map number 93, which is obviously Middlesbrough in the Darlington area. Oh, that's wonderful. Nick, Anne Whittacombe's book, The Clematis Tree. Oh, I love, a, that. I love a book. A picture of her on the back. Love a good book. It's a hardback. I love the picture on the front. Is that an erotic yeah. uh, novel, The Clematis Tree? Oh, I thought it was a biography. But no, it's a novel, yes. Yeah, it's a novel. Oh, and look, then, um, that was before she had her uh, makeover. There's a lovely author photo on the back. Miles, I've got you a... Um, it's like an eye mask for sleeping. It's a yummy mummy pink eye mask. Oh, which we, I don't know if it's pre-worn or not. All oh, right, yeah, it's, it. just, it's just something oh. to go home with. Sorry, just something to go home with. So I hope you enjoy yeah, it. One of those things I can take home to convince my family. Have you been at work? <laughs> of course I've been at work. Look what I've got. It's a, it's a, it's a yummy mummy eye mask. Yeah. Um, is it just... Oh, I see. It's just to keep the dark. And I thought it was maybe one of those ones you put in your microwave that heats and then you could sort out. You can put it in the microwave. But yeah, you, but it's not, like. it, will, it's, it will fit. It's not intended for that purpose. No, I mean, any of you can I put will. any of your items in the, in the microwave. That's <laughs> the beauty of these small right. gifts. So thanks, guys. I'll probably wear it home, see how I get on. Um, do you want to plug anything you're up to, Frank? Um, you, you said you're saying you've got your students have got exams coming up. You exams coming that? up next week. Okay. So, um, so come on down to that. Yep. Nick? Um, I am doing the, the Purple Cow. On the South Bank, uh, on the 11th of May, I'm doing Edinburgh. That'll do. And I've got an <laughs> album coming out in two weeks. Of course you have. Miles? Um, an I'm, album. Brilliant. I'm going <laughs> to play at the National Theatre called People. That's on for another month. All right. Uh, I'm oh, now we're listening, because it's all... <laughs> oh, a bit of highbrow. <laughs> Tell us more about the play, Miles. Uh, it's by the playwright Alan Bennett. Sounds wonderful. And, um, do you want to do a bit of it? Other quickly? People, the Alan Bennett play. It's called... People, not people. other people. It's yeah, people. yeah, yeah. Who else is in that? Um, Francis de la Tourne. What are some Selena of the words Goodell, in the play that Linda people can Bassett. look forward to? So, what, do, do, what are some of the nouns in the play that that people can uh, look forward to? I can never remember which ones nouns are. Give me some examples, and like I'll tell table, you if you're in the play or not. Wardrobe. Alan Bennett table. Play. I think there's a table in it. Okay, so it sounds like a good play. It's, okay, it's well, probably yeah, yeah. doing pretty well tickets-wise, though, isn't it? Oh yeah, Probably yeah. Probably don't need to plug that then, do we? Mm. Album coming out two weeks. Thank you, Miles, Nick, and Frank. We have broken the news successfully. Uh, I'm now going to go and book a trip to North Korea and uh, just have a have a wander around. And I'm going to also gather. I am genuinely going to do this. I'm going to gather every word that's been written about Thatcher since her death and arrange them in alphabetical order, just as stock taking, really. So, um, <laughs> if you want to get involved. Um, fine, that's up to you. Um, you can reach me here, um, opposite or next, adjacent to the L'Oreal building. Or my phone number uh, is—it's eleven digits long. It starts with 07 and the rest is fairly predictable. So, um, <laughs> thank you for listening. I have broken news. And I have broken news. We have broken news. Thank you for listening. This is the end. Just a glissando left now Now That was the glissando big goodbye Alex Horn Breaks the News is a Pixie production for Dave 
and it was produced by Joel Porter. Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do, tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising people. <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel.